Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast. I'm your host, Leonardo Marlo, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. In this podcast, I share my experiences and interview international professionals to draw lessons from the real-life stories. On this episode, I'll look into how a company acquires and manages its most important resource, its employees. The topics I explore cover international staffing policies, recruitment, training, and compensation. I also mention the culture shock and how employees can deal with its effects. Finding the right people for the job and then organizing the workforce under effective staffing policies is important if you want to achieve success. There are three types of staffing policies that companies use. Ethnocentric, polycentric and geocentric. Ethnocentric staffing is when an organization staffs its foreign operations with home country nationals, especially the management positions. It can give a company tight control over subsidiary decision-making. This policy can help unify a company's corporate culture across all its branches. With polycentric staffing, parent company employees do not dominate all of the managerial positions. You'll find host country natives. It can give subsidiaries some autonomy in decision-making. Apart from being more culturally equal, this policy is usually also less expensive than an heterocentric one. Geocentric staffing is when a company staffs its operations with the best qualified individuals, regardless of their nationality. Let's dive into some key recruitment and selection issues. Companies try to hire the best qualified managers and non-managerial workers. But how does a company know the exact number of people it needs? How does it recruit the best available professionals? Large companies often recruit international managers from the existing pool of employees, but smaller companies may need to hire outside managers. International students offer an interesting point. Those who have graduated abroad can be hired, trained locally and posted in their home countries. Local managerial talent may be recruited in the host country to hire people with an understanding of the local culture. This is often required when a company engages extensively in manufacturing or marketing abroad. Culture shock must be considered here. Culture shock is the psychological process affecting people living abroad and is characterized by homesickness, confusion and even depression, unfortunately. It can arise from an individual's unfamiliarity with local customs, language and behavior. Opposite to this psychological process is the reverse culture shock. This applies when readapting to one's home culture. International companies tend to provide training to help acclimatize employees. This can reduce the negative effects of culture shock and reverse culture shock. Language training offers practical skills that teach employees to communicate in the local idiom. Environmental training provides insight on local housing, healthcare, political and economic matters. Sensitivity training explains the local values and customs to better understand local feelings and expressions. Lastly, field experience. This involves a visit to the culture to acquire some familiarity with it. We should mention other types of trainings as well, not cultural ones, but those that focus on competencies. After employees are on board, the company identifies the skills that employees have and those that they need in order to effectively perform. Employees who lack the necessary skills can then be directed into specific training programs.
A fair and effective compensation system is essential if companies want to thrive internationally. An effective compensation policy considers local cultures, laws, and best practices. Key issues involve basic salaries, commissions, bonuses, and other perks. Compensation for management may need modification to mirror the local cost of living and perhaps the cost of education too. Companies typically offer managers inducements to accept international assignments. The most common is a financial bonus. This can be in the form of a one-time payment or an add-on to regular pay. Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories, guests coming on the show every Monday. Do not forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll speak with you again on the next episode.